Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Rebecca Mazzino and with me is Tara Tuttle and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us today. And today we are going to be talking about linen cupboards. What do you think, Beck? Do you think we've got a bit to say on this one? Well, it's actually going to be surprising because I know you and I sort of thought that maybe it was going to be not like very interesting or not much to talk about. But when we actually started looking at it, there's plenty to talk about. So I think this is going to be a good one. And for those in the US, we are talking linen closets. Do they call them linen closets? Or is it a linen press? There's some some country calls it a linen press. Yeah. Okay. So linen cupboard slash press slash closet. And then there's also those that don't have one at all. So they have linen stashes elsewhere, which we'll cover as well. That's it. And this is good because you and I are quite different, Beck, on how we do this, aren't we? Mm. Not by design, yeah. just by coincidence. Yeah. Yep. So we've got a few couple of, we've got two different outlooks or two different ways of doing things that we can talk about from experience. And then we'll talk about the others as well that we know about too. Right. Let's kick it off with towels. So because, ah. I find this, you know, slightly fascinating in a very geeky way because you talk to people about how many towels should you own and it's it's a hot topic. People have yeah. really firm opinions on this kind of thing. Yeah, they do. And I get asked that all the time, like, how many should I have? You know, and I think, oh, like, I can't, I don't know that I can actually give you a definitive number because... There's a whole lot of variables in there, isn't there? But usually the answer is less than what you have <laughs> yeah. because we tend to have too many. Um, there was a chap, I don't know any more detail than that, a chap <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> That's good research, Tara. <laughs> earlier this year <laughs> and he posted, and look, I don't tweet, I'm not a Twitter person, but I heard about it and he tweeted I had to get my language correct there. He tweeted about <laughs> how many towels should a couple own. I think him and his girlfriend had must have moved in together or something and um, mm. couldn't agree on how many towels or sets of towels a couple with no children should own between them. And he put it out there and the replies were insane. It went berserk. It had over 2,000 replies at one point <laughs> and I think it has continued on because so many people mm. chipped in with um, mm. Well, are you talking all of your towels, including face washes, hand towels, bath sheets? And then people were saying, what's a bath sheet? And then there was a whole other thread going on about what is a bath sheet. Um, yeah. And and people were saying, oh, you, you know, you're two people, you need four towels at most. And people were saying, no, two people, they need five sets, they should have a minimum of ten. And everyone was just jumping. <laughs> it was very, very funny read to see how... Um, emotional. All the different opinions. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. about towels. I think it's one of those things that because everybody has them, then everybody has an opinion. And so it's sort of like, you know, one of those things that it's it's just so common to all of us. You, 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 no one has got no towels. And so everybody has got a different perspective on it uh, because there are just so many people that have that experience and so yeah so many different opinions on it it's and fascinating I think too it's can be one of those things that you just don't question like I remember as a kid growing up we had a huge linen cupboard and it had an enormous amount of towels in there and I just mm. didn't so when I moved out of home even when I lived on my own I had an enormous amount of towels because that was just what mm, I knew what you that I just never questioned that, you know, you need 50 towels <laughs> of every different shape and size and colour. And so I think people, it's one of those things that people grow up thinking the way that their parents did it or their family did it was the way it was done. Mm. I don't think mm. it was until probably for me discovering the minimalists or actually maybe even slightly before that when we moved uh, to the UK and we couldn't take as much I think oh, we yeah. coped with less towels and then we got there and I bought more <laughs> and then someone asked me why I was buying so many towels I'm like because I have a linen cupboard with nothing in it and so I need to fill it <laughs> and that probably starts 
planted the seed and then the minimalists yeah. had a discussion on linen at one point and I think um, mm. that made me relook at how much I keep. Yeah, I think generally people keep more than what's necessary. Yeah. And, I mean, I've had clients that have had, I can't, well, like, I can't even describe how much linen some of my clients have had, have had, have had. It's, it's to me astonishing sometimes the the volume and they're astonished as well because they actually didn't realize they had as much as what they did until they actually started investigating it and then they're like oh dear I've gone overboard haven't I and um so then they're able to reduce it but yes the amount of I mean linen in general but towels are a big one because towels are very much that they, they invoke that that whole emotion of um that the fear of the unknown and so the idea of there's all these different things that could happen that you could need towels for. You know, like there could be a flood, there could be gastro in the house, um, you could have guests, you could have sick animals, you could have all of these different things that that could possibly happen, which towels are very handy for. And so a lot of people will keep them just because there's that possibility of an emergency and heaven forbid you should be without a towel in an emergency because they are handy. You know, like if there is a, a if if your dishwasher floods, what do you do? You run straight off and you grab all of your towels and you just you know put them all down on the floor. So you know it, they are quite handy for those kinds of things, but we do tend to just cling to that possibility and and keep loads of them. And they don't, I don't think towels, unless you're buying insanely cheap ones, they don't wear out in a hurry. So I feel like they're not an item that we part with regularly. If you get yep. towels that stop being super absorbent, they usually just go to the bottom of the pile or the back of the cupboard or yeah. if they get a hole or a rip, they go into your rag box. You know, so I think people don't just, you know, you wouldn't cull towels like you cull old clothes and you go that no longer suits me anymore or fits me mm. or, you know, they just they're so easy and because they're behind doors or in baskets mm. or whatever they're out of sight unless you're handling them and seeing them or they're getting in your way they just kind mm. of lurk there sneakily at the back of the cupboards piling up and yeah and breed yeah <laughs> i think breed someone needs to research that the breeding quality of towels <laughs> so beck is it confession time are you going to tell us how many you own oh okay I have to do some counting in my head. I, Mick and I have three sets. We only need two, but in our drawer we can fit two sets of towels and then the other set lives in the bathroom. And I really think we only need two sets rather than three sets. The kids have three towels each and then I have one set of two guest towels and with each of those obviously comes a face washer and hand towel and bath mat as well so that's how many I have what about you we're pretty similar we have um can everyone hear the clogs the cogs the clogs the cogs wearing in my head (laughs) we have four sets Ryan and I but that includes our guest set so I don't oh yeah is that gross that I use my same towels for my guests so that I use for myself just don't tell them (laughs) well Anyone that listens to this that stays at my house, don't get don't get me wrong. We wash them, but there's. I'm pretty sure that's okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of people do that. Yeah, I think it was because I had a beautiful guest set that just looks so lovely and really white and fluffy and lush. And then I would never take them off the shelf. I'd be like, "Yeah, cool. They get used two weeks a year." And I was like, I stuff it. I'm going to use them too. So now yeah. it's like, yeah. So there are four sets for Ryan and I, including the guest set. Mm. And the kids, they've got three sets. Mm. Um, so we've got the same. Yeah. And then, yeah, bath mats, hand towels, lots of hand towels because I'm changing them quite frequently. Plus my children don't get the concept of washing their hands before they dry their hands, they will wet their hands to turn the dirt to mud and then dry the mud on the towel or wipe toothpaste on the towel before, you know, they're just. 
their towels yeah. are just like giant face washes, so they get they get changed pretty <laughs> quickly as well. So um, yeah, I have more hand yeah, towels. Yeah, I have to than, say I've done that. Yeah, mm, but yeah, no, I, but that's that's new for me. Like I said, I used to, I remember living on my own for a while uh, after I finished uni, and I would have had twenty towels on my own. <laughs> yep, <laughs> just because. So you're that's you're you reformed. Did. Yep, that's you're re- it. You're a recovered towel hoarder yeah that's it so if you google which you know I do whenever I'm doing prep for these episodes how many Mm. towels other people think because I thought what if what if we're weird Beck what if we don't you know what if we're way off the mark generally if you're a minimalist most minimalists say that you only need two towels per person so we're not Mm. too far off that um, yeah, and I would agree with that. And I think like my extra ones are out of sort of probably laziness and getting rid of them because whenever I open my drawer, there's always two sets of towels in there. So it's not like I'm going to run out. Um, so I could get rid of one of those and still always have a, a set in there if I need it. But it's sort of, yeah, it was that. And also the whole idea of I bought these nice fluffy ones because other ones had gotten a bit manky, but they weren't manky enough or they weren't ruined at all they were just I think I got a bit of bleach on one of them so it's like a bit spotty stained and stuff like that so they actually still work and I feel a bit guilty getting rid of them when they still work so it's probably a little bit of guilt in there as well that okay I'll keep them until they fall apart or until Mick uses them to wash the Harley or something like that and they end up you know dirty enough to get rid of then then I can do that so but I think personally I would be able to survive with with two sets each I think my justification for having four sets is, and the reason, because I tried to think about it a lot when um, we came back from the UK and my towels that I brought back from the UK with me were reunited with the towels that I'd left in Australia and there were a lot of towels and it was time to kind (laughs) of rationalise it all. And because um, both Ryan's family and my family live interstate, quite often we will have visitors that come not just for a weekend but they might come for a week. And Mm. so then I wash towels during that time, our towels and their towels, and I thought, well, if we have another couple staying and say I always wash my towels on Tuesday, weird, I know, that just works for me. (laughs) Towels starts with T, Tuesday starts with T, and I guess so does Thursdays but, you know. I go with Tuesdays. Uh, <laughs> so if they're here on a Tuesday, I will wash their towels, wash my towels, and they can all go in the washing hamper. And if I don't actually get to washing them that day, it doesn't matter because I've got two sets for Ryan and I and our guests to both put out fresh towels. So that mm. was kind of my rationale about keeping four. But, yeah, when it's just the two of us here, we obviously don't go through them all. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we'd rarely get through all four of them, wouldn't you? Mm. That's like I said, I rarely get all through all three. We cycle. We I've used two two sets most of the time. Uh, the third set just sits there waiting to be waiting for an emergency. I think. Yeah, <laughs> or waiting to be decluttered. So there, uh, the general manager of Sheridan, or she's the general manager of design at Sheridan. Her name is Jo Jags. She That's such a cool name. I know she's <laughs> born to be a designer. Joe Jags, yes. she suggests that uh, when when she was asked the question, how many towels should people own, she said everyone needs a set of towels that they absolutely love, at least one for the beach. So we haven't gone there yet about beach towels mm. or pool towels. One for your body, one that's in the wash, and one for your hair if you need as well. So that means two to three towels for showering and bathing, depending on your mm. hair needs and an extra one for the beach. So she thinks four in total. But do you have a towel for your hair as well, Beck? Yeah, I have a hair towel. So it's a small um, microfiber, mm-hmm. micro, what are they called? You know, the extra absorbent things. Yeah. Uh, I have one of those for my hair. So I just use the, that one. And if that's in the wash, I just put up without it and just use my regular towel on my hair. I don't have much hair, which <laughs> means it doesn't hold much water. So I can... I can get away with that fairly easily. Do you have a separate one for your hair? Yeah, and so do the girls. But they're those, oh, I'm going to have to look up the name, the the ones that are designed to be hair towels. So they look like the shape of a. Oh, 
yeah. um, tadpole or you something, mean. you know, like they're bigger yeah, one end and tadpole. smaller the other end and they have a loop on the like top. Like a windsock. They look like a windsock. <laughs> yeah. So you tip your head over and it fits perfectly over your hair. Yep. You twist your hair in it and then there's a loop on the back so you can tie it into the back yep. of your, yeah. So because even though my hair is short, there is plenty of it and my yeah, you've got heaps two of children have insane levels of hair um so we all use those and they just get chucked in the wash weekly as well but because they're quite thin they dry really quickly so they do and yeah the girls probably only wash their hair once a week anyway so oh half the luck so beach towels yes beach towels and because you have a pool back so I'm guessing then you own a whole stack of pool towels as well yeah, we've got loads of beach towels and we tend to go through them fairly quickly. Well, actually that said, they do get lost. So occasion well, we it's it's funny actually because they cycle through. So we, I've got one beach towel that I've had since I was a teenager. So it's almost 30 years old. Wow. And does it yeah, have it's, does it's it have like peaches and cream barbie print on it or what what's on no, it? No, it's <laughs> it's rainbow actually. It's oh. a really cool like multicolored one very very faded from what it used to be and there it's also torn a bit on the edges but it's really it's massive it's like twice the size of a normal beach towel so we keep that because it's just it's handy um because it's so giant and then occasionally we'll get someone leave a towel at our house and we won't know who it is and then either don't get around to asking and it just stays at our house until maybe three years later when that person comes over and goes, oh, I've been looking for that towel. <laughs> and we're like, oh, yeah, sorry, it's been living here for a while. So we gain towels. We also lose them when people take our towels with them by accident. So we have a little bit of a, a, a bit of a cycle through. But, yeah, we tend to have a stash of towels, definitely more than one each. We have a minimum of one each and we have a favourite one each for when we go out. We always go and grab our favourites. But then there's additional ones on top of that for when other people are over. Hmm. We are, we're pretty slimline. We have three, the girls have three beach slash pool towels each and Ryan and I have one each. Hmm. Um, well, three is a fair, three is not really minimal. No, but it, I mean, we. it's probably a bit of a hangover from things like when we, the kids do, you know, swimming lessons and or if it's summer yeah. and there's, you know, we used to have the paddling pool out and the girls would have friends over and we, yeah, get the slip and slide out or whatever. And so mm. all of a sudden you've got yeah. six kids in your yard. A few spares. And yep. so it was always good to have a couple extras on hand. Um, mm. But And if you swim regularly, like if you go into the pool, even if, it, if you don't have one, if you're going to the pool regularly, like if you're a recreational swimmer and you actually go a few times a week, you might need to have a few, especially in winter when they might be a bit harder to get clean and dry in time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or if you've, like you said, if you've got guests as well um, and need some spares of things, you know, beach towels mm. are always pretty handy. People that go camping, you know, will often keep a stash of extra yeah. towels as well. So Yeah, our old ones go camping with us, the ratty ones go camping with us and I don't the nice camp. The places stay I home. stay provide the towels, so that works for me. <laughs> you glamp. Um, so how do you store them? So you do not have a linen cupboard, so where do your towels live then, Beck? Mm. Okay, so my mixed towels live in our bedroom in a little, we've got a chest, three-drawer chest of drawers, and that's where all of our linen goes. So our bed linen and our towels all go in that chest of drawers and so that's where our towels live and like I said the the towel drawer can fit in um, a few hand towels a few face washes and two sets of two towels and can't fit the third set in um, but we don't need it to because they live in the bathroom while they're being used mm-hmm. for the week we we just we don't I only wash our towels once a week I figure they're clean enough <laughs> um, yeah well unlike so my children's hands you should be clean when you dry yourself yeah when I get out of the shower yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, so um, so we I wash them weekly or change them over weekly if I don't quite get to washing them. But so that's ours. And then the kids have got one on a hook each on the back of the door, which is the one that they're using for the week. And then the spare ones, the other two sets, are in their vanity cupboard in their their in their bathroom. Very good. Well, we have I have a big linen cupboard in my laundry. But I actually do not store mm. towels there because there is another linen cupboard in the family bathroom, and so that, they show off. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of so many linen cupboards. There's a lot of linen 
cupboard space. It's very good. So that um, the one in the family bathroom has all the towels for the house and keeps extra stuff in there like, you know, the bag for swimming and goggles and the kids keep mm. their swimmers in there and all that extra water-related paraphernalia that goes with it. But, yeah, so our towels are all all stacked in there. I remember, mm. oh, must have been like a teenager, an episode of Oprah and watching it with my mum. And Oprah said something about... Um, that when she, someone asked her when she first started making a good amount of money, what was, you know, something that she went and bought that she had always wanted. And I expected her to say, you know, a Porsche or a pair of diamond earrings or something. Mm. And she said she really spoiled herself when she started making extra money with beautiful towels. And she said that she remembered Mm. as a child, she used to have to share a towel with one of her siblings um, because they didn't have enough money for a towel each. And she'd um, either been in a store or seen on a commercial or something like that, that um, a picture of a cupboard with all these white towels stacked up on top of each other and how beautiful oh. it looked and extravagant and luxurious. And so that was what she aspired to, was to have a linen cupboard mm. with a whole lot of beautiful plush towels in them. And I remember hearing that going, <gasps> That is so cool. I want a linen cupboard like that too because I think then she went on to show pictures of linen cupboards. So then I was like, ooh. Oh. So now I get really fanatical about how my towels, clearly I have too much time in my hands, how my towels <laughs> look like I don't like. I always have the folded edges out so they all stack neatly. Mari Kondo yeah. would be very impressed with me. But um, yes, yes. But yes, but I have I pride, like I'm, pride in my linen cupboard. Yeah. You do. And I, it's funny that you said that about Oprah because I don't remember many of Oprah's quotes or any, many things on her show. And yet that is one thing I also remembered about her. And I think it may have been a different conversation because I don't remember the bit about the, her, the history of it. All I remember is I think she was talking with a guest about having money and she said to the guest, you know, what was the first thing that you went out and bought when you were got rich and the the guest said something I think it was an actor and um and she goes oh cool she said mine was towels I went and got you know the best towels that I could possibly get and so I remembered that and I remember thinking like that's a really cool sort of a cool thing to aspire to that's not because it's not about showing off how much money you've got it's about enjoying your money yeah and um I, I quite liked that but yeah I remember that as well uh yeah I'm I really like my linen to be neat and tidy as well you can't see mine because it's in the drawers, but I do fold. I fold the way my mum folds. So she taught me how to fold and I've stuck with that way and any other way is wrong, so don't even bother trying to convert me. But um, it's the way that I fold is, you know, so that you can see that 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 folded um, bit on the outside without seeing any of the little messy bits. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm a bit, yeah, I'm a little bit finicky. I'm not a fussy perfectionist in every way, but in a few ways I am and, the way that my linen is folded, I'm, I'm rather specific about and I take great pleasure in making it look nice. And and out in the studio where our guests stay when they stay over, I've got a drawer as well with the linen in it and I make sure I fold it all really nicely so that it, it looks nice. And I also, when I go into that cupboard as well, that's where our beach towels are and the guest towels are in a drawer but the beach towels are stacked up on a shelf and I'll go in there r- really frequently in summer and refold everything and make sure they're all stacked up really neatly. And then everyone goes and messes them up and then I go back in again and I <laughs> happily refold them. But folding for me is it's a bit um, therapeutic. Oh, yeah, and so, I agree. Yeah, I take great pleasure in folding towels and linen, but obviously when I've got time. when I If I don't have the time, I don't, I'm not too finicky. I still do it the same way, but I take a little bit less time it's not quite the meditation as it is in in other times but folding is yeah it's very important to me um clearly is to you as well so you roll do you roll yours I remember you saying you rolled something yeah or was I imagining it I know I do I'm now I'm trying to think about what I do roll I have rolled stuff in the (laughs) past I don't roll um I think I rolled towels at one point when we were living in Adelaide in that linen cupboard because it was really shallow and so I couldn't have our bath sheets. And for people that don't know what a bath sheet is, now I'm aware of this from that earlier Twitter (laughs) conversation, they're like ginormous 
bath towels. Yeah. So bigger. They're just a giant towel. Yeah, bigger than yeah. a normal one. Um, which is what all, it's all I buy, like because <laughs> I hate getting out of the shower and being cold and having this postage stamp to dry myself with and exposing all of my body to the cold air. <laughs> so like with a giant one, you can kind of wrap it around you and dry yourself kind of all at the same time and you don't get cold. Big fan of bath sheets yeah. here. And when I declutter houses uh, and do like estate clearances, um, I'll often find linen that's, you know, a good 50 years old and it's amazing how small the towels were back then and how much they've gotten bigger. I think that's we need bigger linen cupboards simply because our towels are so much bigger not necessarily because we have more of them but it's amazing how tiny they were yeah so we do we just have bath sheets as well and then the for ryan and i and then the kids they have normal size bath towels that's because they're all um well they're two colors they're all either white or teal and so the way that we differentiate which pile they go into is all the small ones of the kids, <laughs> even though Sienna's almost oh, the same size yeah. as me. Um, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> she'll graduate to yeah, bath yeah, sheets eventually. Doing bath sheets, I think. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's how we differentiate them. But I, I remember I used to um, use just a, like I used to when I used to go to the gym at work and go and have a shower and get, put my uniform back on and go back to work, I would, I had like a, what I would think is like it now, I think of it like a chamois. It was like this little bit of cloth, mm. almost just bigger than a face washer. A and I'd travel get out towel. Of, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. just because it was small and I'd stick it back in a little wet pack and throw it back in my backpack. And now I'm like, are you kidding me? That I would be cold with that little handkerchief <laughs> on my arm while the rest of me is wet and shivering. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so yes, I did. I think what we were talking about rolling, I did roll towels for a while, and I did. There are mm. other bits and pieces that I have rolled, but now that I'm back to the big deep linen cupboard, and I can fit it all in neatly. I'm back to stacking, folding, mm. and stacking. Mm. Um, so, do you have any like products that you storage products? Do you use baskets or anything like that in there? Yes, so I use not for my, not for the big, or not for the towels, but for. Uh, bath mats, face washes, hand towels, I'm trying to think what else I've got in there. I use um, IKEA have these storage boxes, which I completely love. The The name of them, like all IKEA obscure names, is Scub, S-K-U-B-B, I think it is. Um, mm. And they have these lo- lovely soft kind of fabric Bar boxes I guess baskets some of them have lids some of them don't and I use them in there to store my little towels so bath mats and face washes and hand towels I fold and then they all sit facing up like a filing cabinet you know like Marie oh, yeah. Kondo like style. The Marie Kondo yeah yeah um but because the shelves are quite big I couldn't there's not I don't have enough towels for them to do that and fit in the shelf they'd all just kind of fall yeah, over, fall over. so mm. I have these little baskets on there if I think of it I'll put a mm. put a photo in our community when this episode comes up but um what about you yeah you should especially if it's so pretty you should um well no I don't because I've got shallow drawers mm-hmm. so I can't like if I just put if I put them in a storage thing they just I don't know there's no point there's no point because the the storage is so small already. Yeah, and um, in the kids, I sort of roll them because they sort of fit a little bit easier. Because it's only really they're in the corner of the vanity, and in the bottom of the vanity there isn't a lot of space. I have to really shove and cram. So and they're on like different angles because <laughs> it's a corner vanity. So I can't like either. Yeah, I sort of put them on an angle, so I just roll them and, and just shove them in as best I can. The kids don't care. I found a little stat. I tried to look up some stats on linen just to throw something in there Um, and I found this one which is a bit disturbing but I thought it was quite quite good, quite appropriate. Um, Dr Charles Gerber, who is a microbiologist at the University of Arizona, says that after about two days if you dry your face on a hand towel you're probably getting more E. coli on your face than if you stuck your head in a toilet and flushed it. (laughs) And I love that. Oh. Isn't that disgusting? <laughs> Gross. So um, it makes me feel better about well, my um, uh, excessive hand towel swapping. 
Oh, well, I don't dry my face on a hand towel, so I'm feeling a little bit supreme, supreme, not so superior <laughs> there to all of those poor people out there with a collar over their face. But I do dry my hands with a hand towel. Yeah. And so that means I would get that on my hands. Yeah, which that's just, and this is just after you've washed them. Well, and I guess that's the thing. Is it because it's in the same room as the toilet? Oh, I don't know. Sometimes? Well, yeah. Like some toilets, we've got. Yeah, in one of our bathrooms the toilet is in there and the other one the toilet's in a separate room. But I think ew. part of it is probably people don't wash their hands well enough. Yeah. And the other thing is. Um, so they're just drying the gr- gr- the crud off onto the towel. Yeah, and also mm. um, people people's hand towels get damp and then they stay damp. Mm. So I think mm. one of the yeah bathrooms are humid. Yeah, one of the things that's really mm. important about preventing germs on all your towels is to wash them regularly, obviously, but then keep them as dry as possible between uses. So if you've got a damp mm. hand towel, I would swap that over. Yeah. So if you decide to get rid of towels, if people have listened to this and are inspired to downsize their linen cupboard. Can you think of some places? Do you think they're still listening? I think we've just prattled on for so long about towels <laughs> that they might have switched off. Hopefully <laughs> they're on a really long listening. drive and they can't yeah. touch the dial. Don't touch your phone, people, <laughs> while you're driving. Concentrate and keep listening to us talking about towels. <laughs> how would you How would okay. you get rid of them if, you've, if they've decided to throw out some towels? What, you got any ideas for where we okay. can send them to? Yeah, well, if they're leaving all together, I always recommend donating to an animal shelter or a wildlife sanctuary mm-hmm. or to a charity that likes to receive rags. So I know Vinnie's like to receive rags. Um, so that's probably what I would do. I sometimes m- keep them in the house and move them on to the next phase. So I mentioned like um, Mick in the car and also he has a habit of using towels <laughs> actually has a habit of using the usable towels for outdoors work. Um, so I like to keep a couple that I can redirect him to when he's heading for the good ones. Mm-hmm. So I keep a couple, you know, under the, the laundry sink for dirty work so that he doesn't ruin our good ones. Yep. Um, so that's generally what I do with them. And uh, But donate for the most part, I reckon. Very good. You? Yeah, I can't think of. I know if people have got pets, quite often they'll keep their old. We've got a couple of old towels that live in a box with all the other pet stuff, which we use when we bath the dog. Um, mm. And so he's got a beautiful Dora the Explorer towel at the moment, <laughs> one the kids grew out of. Uh, and so people might keep them for pets or keep them in the back of the car if you take, you mm. know, pets for muddy walks and things like that. Yeah, but even for not pets, like I remember once, <laughs> I remember I went to the movies once uh, with well, with my best friend and a couple, and our, a few of our kids, and I was standing up like trying to get in my seat or talking to her or whatever, and I opened up my bottle of Coke, and I don't know, how, I, it wasn't me. I'm pretty sure I hadn't shaken it, but it was as if I had shaken it, and the entire thing spurted over everyone within a two meter radius. <laughs> And I've just stood there with Coke dripping off me. The guy in front of me has got it dripping down his back of his neck and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And he stormed off and I said to his wife, oh, my God, he's so mad. And she said, no, I think he'd be more mad if you weren't sorry. He'll get over it. (laughs) But um, Kim just looked at me she said, hang on, and she raced off and then she came back and she had a towel and I said, where would you get the towel from? She said, I always have a towel in my boot and she just toweled all of us off and we were a bit sticky but um, it was really quite handy. And um, so since since then I have um, kept a towel in my boot as well because it's really handy to have in a bit of an emergency, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I like it. So... We've probably talked towels to death. Shall we move on to sheets <laughs> and bedding? I cannot believe how much we've talked about yeah. towels. All right, sheets. Okay. And here I thought this episode would last for about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've underestimated. I-, I wonder if people can actually guess that we're recording late at night again. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious whenever we yeah. do that. that yeah, uh, slightly like off me, I'm especially I'm a bit, yeah, and I'm a bit kooky. Okay. Uh, so sheets. 
how many sheets should you own then? I guess we've talked about it with towels, but is it, you know, any different with sheets? So I looked this up online because I thought there must be a definitive answer out there somewhere. And lots of websites say the magic number is three sets per bed. Per bed. Mm. And I thought that is possibly a bit excessive. I've I've gone with I've got three three sets per bed. I've only got two mattress protectors and then but then I have three sets of sheets. And the reason why is because quite a lot of the time, like I try from an energy perspective and a cost perspective to not use the dryer in winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so having that extra set of sheets means that if I can't wash because it's a, a week's worth of rain, I'm not forced to use the dryer. I can just go, oh, that's okay. I'll just use the other set for now. And when, as soon as there's a few days without rain, I'll I'll wash them then. So that's sort of my rationale for it. Uh, also, when the kids were little, I think there's only, actually, I think the kids only have two sets per bed now. I think we decluttered some. But when they were little, they had like four sets um, because we had some bedwetting. And so we needed a few more because of that. But I don't know if it's, if three is excessive or not. Well, I guess for me, I will. Uh, we have to. We would have two sets per bed, um, and then I have winter set probably per bed. So I guess technically we would have three as well. But so for example, um, at the moment, so I I love the warmth of flannelette. My husband finds it a little bit too warm. <laughs> Mm, um yeah but I found these beautiful really fine flannelette ones it looked I had to look for quite a while to find ones that felt warm like flannelette that didn't feel like sandpaper (laughs) and in winter I will wash them and dry them and remake the bed all in the same day um rather than because we probably only use them for maybe two two and a half months of the year so it just seemed crazy to have more sets than we yeah, needed and then more sets. summer um well pretty much the rest of the year if I wanted to if I wash them first thing in the morning which I usually do they'll dry during the day and then I'll make up it at night but we would have two summer sets and then we have a guest bedroom which is the same size as ours and I have two sets for that as well but they're separate and then the girls would have two summer sets each as well yeah so I guess a lot of it as well with the sheets the right number for each person depends on, I guess, how many beds you've got, whether you have guests as well, and what your washing habits are like, whether you wash, dry, and mm. remake your bed in the same day. The, the downside of that sometimes is if you forget, if your sheets are still on the line yeah. at 8 o'clock at night and you walk into your bedroom and think, oh, <laughs> I haven't got back to making that yet. Um, oh, there's nothing worse than being so tired and trudging down to the bedroom to realize your bed's not made it's like it's this it's I could almost cry sometimes when that mm-hmm. happens so I think if you're decluttering sheets and bedding one thing we tend to do um, is hold on to sheets you know until they're so thin you could almost read your newspaper through them um, yeah or you stick your toe through yeah them. and then quite often because they come in sets People might, it might be the um, bottom sheet or the fitted sheet mm. that wears out first. Mm. We'll let that go and then hold on to the other half of the set, the flat sheet, because mm. it's still quite fine. But then they never use it. It just <laughs> sits in their cupboard. And then they buy a whole set to yeah, replace buy another the, set. just the, fit, the fitted one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really, that happens a lot, doesn't it? I got around that by just buying all white. Mm-hmm. So... All the guest ones are white and all of our ones are white. And so I know that if if a half a set wears out, it doesn't matter because I'll still be able to mix and match it fairly easily. And the guest and anything that um, that shrinks, because sometimes they shrink and, um, and our bed is really high, our mattress is really high, and so they don't fit very well on, to begin with. And then if they shrink even a little bit, they just don't fit mm-hmm. at all. So they get moved onto the guest bed and then the older guest ones um, get sent to the to the RSPCA. But um, having them all the same colour means I don't have to worry about things matching or not. Yeah, that's good. That's really clever. 
So I would say unless you're holding on to them to repurpose for ghost outfits for Halloween coming up, (laughs) consider getting rid of the mismatched ones that you don't use anymore. And, I mean, you can keep spare sets. If you've got kids going through that wedding the bed or toilet training phase, spare bed sheets never Mm. go astray because there's nothing you want to be doing less in the middle of the night than putting a load of washing on. Yep. Oh, here's a tip. Well, we're talking about bed mm. wetting. Uh, if you've got a bed wetter, what you would do is put the a mattress protector down and then a sheet, then another mattress protector, then another sheet. So when they wet the top layer, you don't have to actually remake the bed. You can just rip off that top layer, throw it in the wash, and then crawl back into bed. And they're already, um, the bed's sort of essentially made for them because that bottom layer is still there. Mm. Of course, if they wet it twice, you do have to remake it, but that can eliminate. You could just, um, you could just stack the them up seven high. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> be like the princess and yeah, the pig. That's it. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, anyway. So how do you store them then? So if you don't have a linen cupboard back, where are your sheets hiding? In my little chest of drawers, mm. all rolled up and stacked very, very condo-ish. Oh, so they're rolled. You roll your sheets. Yeah. Because my drawers are so shallow mm-hmm. that you know, in order for me to be able to see them and fit them all in properly, I roll them all. So I've got a nice little, nice long line of of white sheets all rolled up and looking. In. Oh, and I've got one set of charcoal because I thought I'd branch out and be, you know, daring. Woo! And so I've got like one set of charcoal as well. So I've got this lovely white and grey rolled sets of towels, and then the towels then go into the. Um, do you mean sheets? Um, pillowcases. Oh, sheets, sheets. Yeah, sorry. I'll say all that again. And then the sheets, then after the sheets comes the pillowcases, which I fold uh, again really neatly and they stack up like you should stack up your towels uh, in the drawer. So it looks really, my. I like my sheet drawer. I like looking at it. I'll open it sometimes and just look at it and smile. <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really winning pretty. at life. Check Check this out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly having a bad day I can open my drawer and go no Rebecca you're doing fine you're doing fine and then so do the kids keep their sheets in their rooms yes yep so they've got um their own sheets in their own bedrooms in their wardrobes yep I really like that So that's the way we we do it yeah there's Another like oh, and oh and the guest stuff is out in the guest mm-hmm. room as well in the studio. So we've sort of got them. They basically live wherever the bed that they belong to lives. Uh, so that's the way I do it. Um, there is another method which a lot of people really love, and I don't do this myself. It doesn't suit me, but the pillowcase method. Do you want to describe the pillowcase yeah, method? Yeah, because this is what I do. So, um, oh, I do. Mm. Okay. So we keep all our sheets in the big linen cupboard in the laundry. And um, so what you do with either your sheet set or we do it with our doona covers or for the Brits, the duvet covers. I'm not sure what. Do Americans say doona or duvet? Or what do they? Or quilt? I don't know. Hmm, I'm not sure. I don't Someone know what will have to let us actually. know. So yeah. we will get the pillowcase or the pillow slip. I will fold the sheets that match that pillowcase and stack them inside the pillowcase and then fold it over like a little envelope and then mm-hmm. uh, stack them up or line them up. And then when you when I go, okay, I need a new sheet set for this bed, uh, you grab the pillow slip and everything that goes with it is all encased in the pillow slip so you're not rifling around going, oh, I've got the flat sheet and the pillowcase for that set but where's the fitted sheet? or mm-hmm. vice versa. And we do the same with the the kids have got a couple of sets of doona covers um, each as well and so we stack them inside the pillow slips as well um, and that makes it really mm. easy. That's, yeah, it's helpful for kids that way, isn't it, because they can go and get their own set out mm-hmm. without making a huge mess. Yeah, and... I think for me it just – so I have those um, Ikea scub boxes in my um, linen cupboard as well and it's quite deep and I found that um, I could stack things really high but I would <laughs> I could never get to the back or, you know, I'd never see mm-hmm. the stuff at the back. So I put these boxes in and they've got a little 
fabric handle on the front and I'll pull them out um, and unzip them and then I've got in uh, filing cabinet, you know, concertina style, I guess, like Marie Kondo, Mm -hmm. the little sheet sets and Duna Duna cover sets all stacked up, lined up. So you can see everything at a glance rather than them being uh, stacked vertically. They're kind of stacked horizontally. And um, yeah. and it, it just works for me. It's easy when I fold. It's easy to put them away myself or get the kids to put them away because they're basically just putting away one little envelope of stuff. Um, mm. And then I've got, because I've, I just chose white boxes to house all these sheets and doona covers um, and I've <laughs> now, so now I've labelled them because all of them for the whole house are all in one um, linen cupboard and including spare blankets and spare pillows but they're all in these white boxes so I have little sticky labels on the front that say guest bed sheet sets and duna covers and oh, yeah. then so you don't have to open four <laughs> yeah single want. single bed sheet hmm. sets single bed duna covers queen bed sheet sets you know that kind of thing so yeah, so that it's all I can see at a glance what's where and it makes it easy too if I ask the kids to get something out or to put something away that they can see where they go. So, um, mm. But I really like that pillowcase method. It was something that I didn't used to do but um, a client who had a lot of linen and was really struggling to part with it but then found that she was always needing things at the bottom of the pile and piles were tipping over and things like that. Um, mm. We used it for her and then I thought, you know what, I really like that. Can give it a try. Hmm. Yeah, I've implemented it with several clients um, that it re- really appeals to them. It doesn't appeal to me. It just doesn't work with the storage that I have and the way I make my bed and the linen that I've got and stuff like that. So I prefer to have my, I have um, my, I still have them organised. So I know that my fitted sheets are up one end and then my flat sheets come next and then my pillowcases come after that. So I kind of know where they are and the kids can sort of see what theirs are the way that they're stacked as well so they can sort of and they don't care if things match so they'll just grab anything and make it however way anyway so it doesn't really bother them Mm -hmm. as much and so but I was just thinking it probably could work quite well for the kids to have theirs uh, in that pillowcase method but there's no way I could do it with the storage I have and the the way I make my bed so I prefer to sort of pick from my menu <laughs> I'll have one fitted sheet and one flat sheet and two pillow four pillowcases uh, and then I've got I pick out all my little elements and go from there so I guess then depending on your storage at home whether you keep your linen in the cupboard in the bedroom um, you can try and find a method that works for you roll it uh, if that's easier or fold it um, you could store store things by set or you could store them by room or by size, depending what works for you. I know a lot of people will use a permanent marker to write on the label of the sheets, you know, the size, write queen bed mm. or single bed or whatever if they've got many. Yeah, that's a good idea if you've got lots of different sizes, mm. yeah. Um, it's a bit annoying the day you have to go through and do it. <laughs> I've done that with a client yeah. as well. <laughs> we got all the yeah. sheets out and went, is this a queen bed or a double bed? Uh yeah. But once it's done. And then some of them are really unclear. Like you, I can usually tell when I stretch my arms out inside a fitted sheet mm-hmm. what size it is. But sometimes you can't be 100% clear, clear on that and you have to do like the entire investigation of trying to put it on the bed <laughs> to yeah. double check. It just takes ages. time consuming. Anyway, once you get there, it's done. Once you write it on there, it's done. And it's done. for anyone that is still bundling up their fitted sheets, and putting them in the cupboard in like a round ball, it's time to get smart. Oh. You just need to Google how to correctly fold a fitted sheet because once yeah. you know, yeah. I'm not going to try and describe it, but it's a game changer. It, it oh, that's that's where you find <laughs> harmony in your linen cupboard or in yeah. your linen drawer is when your <laughs> fitted sheets are beautifully folded. Um, yeah. Well, and I roll mine, so it's even better oh, because yeah. when you roll them, they're extra tight. And so you can't tell the difference. And that's why I have to have them in the order that I have them so that I can tell. And I've got like my white ones and I always put my white ones first and then I separate my fitteds from my flats by putting my charcoal um, fitted sheet in the way. So it goes like white, white, charcoal, white, white, charcoal, and then 
Um, and so I know then which ones are flat and which ones are fitted because the way that I fold them, you can't actually tell the difference because they're all rolled nicely and tightly. I will see if I can find a link um, to a demonstration on YouTube of how to correctly fold yeah. a fitted sheet. That's how I learn. Mm. YouTube taught me. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll put yeah. it on our show notes. So if you are still wandering around in the wilderness of balled up <laughs> fitted sheets, we're going to change your life. Um, yeah. I think as well, if you have a linen cupboard or a space where you store your linen all together, uh, a bit like we did with the wardrobe, think about storing your seasonal stuff um, in the harder to reach places. So if you've got winter blankets yeah. or beach towels that only come out in summer or flannelette sheets that only come out in winter, um, put them right up the top or right down the bottom or the hard to reach corners um, so that your yeah. everyday stuff that you're changing over is kind of at eye level and really easy to get in and out because the hard, the hard stuff should go out the way and then, you know, in summer you bring the beach towels down and you put the winter blankets up and you can rearrange just to mm. make it easy for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think an hour of towels and sheets <laughs> is plenty. I think you're probably right. <laughs> so we'll we'll wrap this one up before people start nodding off behind the wheel of their yeah. car and I hope we haven't bored people to death with linen and I hope that you've actually got some ideas for maybe this weekend uh, having a little linen cupboard project where you go through and do a bit of culling and organizing and maybe you can join Tara and I in our madness and find the joy of folding and rolling and stacking and stuff like that it's 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 yeah, it's like meditation sometimes. It's great. And then you can you can take a photo and uh, come and share it on our yes. community page on Facebook. We'd love to yep. see your linen. Yeah, we really would. But I do I do want to say that even though we're ranting and raving about how how satisfying it is to have it all folded nicely and look really good, that's definitely not a necessity. It just happens that Tara and I are both particularly. <laughs> enamored with folding and we both enjoy it a great deal but if that's not your thing and you do want to just shove it in however um, as long as it's organized and you can find what you want fairly easily it doesn't have to be pretty so don't feel like it should be pretty just because we ourselves like ours pretty we only um, describing our own preferences really we're not actually saying that's the way it should be so if that's not your thing that's cool organize it how it suits you and your lifestyle uh, but yeah that's just kind of our thing <laughs> Who knew we could talk so long? Oh my god! It has. It must be because it's a lot. <laughs> You'll have to edit some of that rambling out. I don't. Well, I was thinking. I was actually just thinking. I don't know that I want to go to the, all the effort of editing that rambling. I might just leave it in. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. If you've enjoyed listening, we'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so they too can be uncluttered. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or via Facebook and Instagram, or on our own websites at clearspace.net.au and basklifecoaching.com.